Welcome to the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs, bringing you from zero to 60 in the non-fungible token world without breaking the bank. With your hosts, Andrew, aka Rantum, and George from Mostly Stable on Zed Run, who will help you navigate new projects, interview expert guests, and explore NFT trends. So whether you're on your first or 50th NFT, we're going to have something for you. And as a quick note, we are not, I repeat, not financial advisors, and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Alrighty, <laughs> disclaimer over, let's get to it. Today on All About Affordable NFTs, we are talking about the news last week of Instagram and those Insta NFTs, the minting functionality not to be outdone by Twitter, trying to get ahead of that Web 2 to Web 3 conversion. So we'll be talking about what uh, we think is uh, the upside of that change. Andrew, how's it going? What, what is new in your wallet since last we spoke? You know, not a lot, not a lot new in the wallet. I did get up to a uh, crypto event in San Francisco this past week at the Zero Expo. There wasn't much, uh, wasn't a lot of NFT, although there was, they did, of course, have NFTs on display, but uh, there were just a few different uh, events. Blockchain SF is how uh, was going on. So like, there was an ETH SF or hackathon. There are a few other events going on. So, you know, good to see some. Explain. So like, was it, what kind of event? It was it like, it wasn't an NFT event. It was a uh, no. This wasn't this wasn't an NFT event. This so the, the, the event that I went to was just the a company event putting their putting their own thing on and then bringing lots of other people in from that were in town for this. I think to just kind of see what's going on. There were some talks there. Uh, Andrew Yang was there as part of it. Spoke, of course. Uh, he's been very involved. Uh, been very involved or not in very involved, but he's talked a lot about crypto. So he had some, had some time to speak as well. They had a few, you know, many other speakers and that chance to kind of just check out the product. Some then the ETH SF was more of the, the hackathon side of it. I didn't go over to that at all, but you know, I, I haven't seen a ton of, uh, crypto events in the, uh, San Francisco area overall. So it's, 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 it's nice to see when there are some of these, you know, obviously there's been some issues with holding events, but it also has been a bit quieter here than in many other cities I found uh, for the, the crypto space. So interesting to, to be going to these, I mean, they're still being, you know, attended. I've never been, I'll say to any sort of conference like this, but might, might eventually trick me into going to something. Uh, I will say new in my wallet are these friendship bracelets. We mentioned them the oh, good point. Yeah, that's I think great. other week, but I got a couple of these because my wallet holds a blocks piece as of that snapshot, which was taken like, we'll call it October. Yeah, it was October 26th is when they think they okay. took that snapshot. So any wallet that was holding an art blocks piece as of that date is eligible to admit two of these for free. And they're they're moving on the secondary. Yeah, it's, I'm not going to lie, tough for me to like get a free mint and then turn down the, you know, 0.13 that it could be flipped for. So I may do the old get to sell one strategy here uh, after I make sure like the thing I have isn't like super rare. <laughs> and these are open, these are, if you have these or if you were eligible, they're actually uh able to be minted until early January. So you don't have to rush to do it. Also keep in mind that there are people that will continue to be able to mint these until January. So that supply 
is going to continue increasing. You know, I think there's there's definitely collectability to these. You can see that there are people trying to maybe get uh, the full the full range of pallets. You know, so check out what you do get if you get these before maybe rushing to sell. But you know, also not such a bad idea maybe when uh, when there is so much attention on these to to consider that. But you know, not not telling you which way to go with that one. No way, it's absolute financial advice right there. You take that to the bank. <laughs> oh yeah. What, what whatever it is that I do, if you do the opposite, you'll probably be good. Yes. Right. Keep an eye on my wallet. If, if, <laughs> if I sell, here's the here's the here's the fix. If I sell, that thing is going up to the moon. Guaranteed. Oh my. All right. Well, why don't we get into uh get into some headlines here, some news. Uh got some interesting name here, Goblin Sachs Dow. I don't quite understand the name. They're getting into offering instant NFT backed loans. And this was someone that started off as a big lender on NFT Fi, DeFi, uh, which is a platform where you can uh, borrow against your NFTs. Uh, we've talked about it a bit in the past, how it even can be used as a strategy to maybe try to pick up pieces at, at, uh, at good prices or earn interest on the, the ETH that uh, you lend. So this was someone that was doing it there. So what they wanting what they want to do now is instead of having to go put this, you know, when you go into NiftyFi, you put your asset out there looking for a loan. Uh, the lenders will make offers and then you can go accept whatever offer you know, you, you'd like to. The idea with this would be that there's already, uh, there's just pre-existing offers for various NFTs and that you can just go get the ETH loan instantly rather than having to do this uh, sort of bid and ask um, sort of dance that is on Niftify right now. So I like the idea, you know, I, I think it's also great that this is someone that has a lot of experience of lending in the space and wants to continue to do it, to do it in a, uh, I don't know, either more li uh, liquid manner. I think, I think that you we're seeing that there's definitely some, some profit in this NFT lending, uh, and you know, this person wants to keep doing it. It's working. This is, I, I'm just laughing at the fact that it's called Goblin Sacks. Uh, yeah. Not, you, you heard us right. It's not Goldman Sacks. It's Goblin Sacks. So like, I mean, you had me a goblin. It's absolutely okay. hilarious. Yeah. Is that what we're going with? I mean, this is a whole, a whole joke, but they did buy this, uh, app loans app fluid. Uh, and then they just re rebranded it Goblin Land. Right. So kind of interesting on that sort of acquisition play. I I keep threatening to go and do one of these loans against NFTs that I would want to own anyway. Uh, I haven't done it. I am uh, I am NFT loan curious though. I'll say. Yeah, I mean this. I, one of the problems for me with using that platform has been that it does take a lot of work to go find these and make. The offers and, and you know, even mm -hmm. on either side, I haven't used it in quite a long time, but you know, I did want to, I did try it out a while back when I do, I, you know, I think that you can bring uh, more instant liquidity to the platform on each side. It's, it should help people, uh, <laughs> actually use the platform. I can't imagine that I'm the only one that has run into the problem of not really wanting to spend as much time as much as it takes to really end up getting that money and lending out on that, on the platform as it is now. Yeah, it'll just, it'll be kind of interesting when a little bit more heat comes back into the, the market. You remember there were all of these like yield plays that were just so dangerous, like the Luna yield and all this other stuff. And so the game is like, oh, is there arbitrage with regard to like, could I loan out uh, my NFT at 
you know, this rate of 10% and go do this like super dangerous APR of like, oh, you get 308% like APR, go do this. And like, oh, it's just arbitrage, just do that. And there's no risk. Uh, when that starts coming back, I think it'll be a funny time. No risk. Yeah, right. No risk. <laughs> uh, but we last, we are not in those days. We are in crypto winter and uh, even Dapper Labs, the the company behind Top Shot that, you know, helped kick off all of uh, the NFT craze, they are laying off 22% of their staff. Mm. You know, it's definitely been relatively uh, quiet from where it was at one point with Top Shot. So, uh, you know, too bad for those people, obviously, but also, you know, it's not a great sign for the, the, the company has to do that. It's tech, right? This is what's going on in tech. I mean, we just watched half of Twitter's employees get laid off uh, just last week. It is not uncommon. And then, you know, the truth is that this is, uh, this is an extension of tech. You know, there's companies out there too, like classically Netflix, Reed Hastings talking about, you know, regularly firing the bottom 10%, which probably doesn't feel good if you work there being like, what now? We're doing this based on just distribution. But, you know, it's, uh, you know, reality setting in for a lot of these organizations. And, uh, you know, hopefully it means that there's talented people that are going to be uh, circulating into other other projects. You know what's interesting? Like that 22%, like those are people that probably get crypto marketing, communications, the narrative, and they're going to be going into other organizations. Like those are eminently hireable people who have that insider at what happened and how Dapper was being managed. And as they go into other organizations, like it won't be such a, I'm like, I'm like the silver lining here is that it's going to distribute this knowledge a bit more than just hoarding it in uh, tightly held Web3 labor communities and uh, extend that out. Hot take? No? I was more of a three. I don't know. Daffer's maybe, maybe two and a half-ish. Yeah. <laughs> right? But I'll get point. rattle. <laughs> but I, I think that is a good point that there's people getting out there and there are, I mean, there are a lot of companies in the space that are still hiring. I think we've seen that there are there were companies that grew very fast, maybe got out a little ahead of themselves. And, you know, it's kind of re, uh, needs reversion at this point. And it's probably, you know, it is healthier overall, you know, unfortunate in the short term. And hopefully, you know, we do see that people land in other places and, you know, maybe even uh, somewhat more Web3 uh, <laughs> native places. Well, speaking of jobs, actually, I don't know if we can. Let me know. Can we publicly talk about your your new position, or is it still still? Yeah, I guess we can. I guess we can. Yeah. I, well, as a as when this is out, I started. I started my uh, yeah. It was future. Uh, yeah. Woo. All right. What's the deal? Great. Where like you've been you've been looking around, and I know uh, very Web three curious. But what's the what's the organization you're going to be working with? So it's actually Zero X that I, I mentioned that I went to their their conference. So actually going to be starting with them in that data science role. Uh, so I'll be where I just started with them, as I as I said, that's <laughs> uh, right. Time travel. Yeah. So very excited to join their team. They uh, they put out the are the team behind the Matcha product, which is a Dex aggregator where it finds the best price. Uh, they also have an API that works with. Uh, a lot of products that you already used probably have used uh, some of their services without realizing it. Uh, if you've swapped on something like MetaMask, it's often running in the back and finding the best price from dozens or, or even hundreds of different uh, liquidity sources. So sort of like a kayak on top of, uh, of, of for finding the best price on top of all of these different aggregators. It'll go check them all at one time. So 
be working on that product to help uh, help expand help expand the, the liquidity sources and keep getting better prices for for traders. Oh, that's awesome. It's like a very like picks and shovels strategy where it's like, yeah, sure, <laughs> spin up another marketplace, but when it's time to find or spin up another wallet or spin up another feature, but you're going to need an API and a solution that finds you that price across uh, the, the growing spectrum of different blockchains uh, and listings for these pieces, especially with the amount of new NFTs and wallets coming on. So uh, congrats. Uh, I'm going to just ask it flat out. How does this help me? <laughs> or our audience like let's just get down to it like yeah yeah do I, do I get an airdrop uh, like what how does um, it yeah yeah i will i'll let you know you know I'm, uh, <laughs> i'll spill all the alpha of course <laughs> with, with the loyal listeners by the, the sec the insider trading like oh no <laughs> yeah well let's not get in trouble there but on a serious note this better help me somehow. Congrats, though. That sounds awesome. Yeah, very to learn alongside. I have a full-time role in Web3. You know, I've been bouncing around with lots of different places. But, uh, whoa, whoa, you know, whoa. What do you call this? This is, uh, <laughs> hey, you know. The podcast has gotten it. Yeah, you know, you know I, I think I'm losing money so far. I bought you a gift. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just. <laughs> I don't know. All right. What's our. Uh, that Damien Hurd next yeah, we've got another Damien Hurst uh, piece coming onto the blockchain. So it sounds like he's going to make a video of himself destroying a piece with another artist. I, so I think it's just one video. We'll see how this, uh, you know, what kind of price this fetches. His last collection was the Currency, uh, a series of a thousand pieces where, let's see, we had about half of them ended up being destroyed uh, to keep the nft version talked about that a little bit in the past but i you know i think that he has he has gotten the attention of, of many serious nft collectors and i imagine that this will fetch some uh pretty inordinate uh some or whatever the auction you know whenever the auction does start here i think it is just one piece it sounds very odd but that's i think sort of the point yeah, I feel like he's making like a dad joke and doing this. We're like trying to break a record by breaking a record. Okay. I mean, as a guy who likes dad jokes, like that's funny. You can do it when you're Damien Hurst. I'll stick to my puns. All right, super rare. What are they doing? So super rare. I like, I was confused. I got an email from them the other day that just said coming uh november 15th and it just had a picture of a ticket and then the next day they announced that they will be having a rare pass come out i think this is their you know they've seen these passes and, and kind of membership uh nfts gain popularity in in many other collections you've know, seen proof we've seen seen various levels of of uh a success, I should say, but I think they are are making an attempt at that and and being and offering access to some of their more exclusive artists on the uh, the platform with this. So I, I I have no idea what these what the price will be. I would definitely go on the side of not affordable. <laughs> yeah, no that that didn't make the old project cut today for sure. And then oh man, look just to maybe uh, I I have to mention this. Just to maybe bring some pain to George, Squiggles are at their all-time highest floor right now. But it's not just Squiggles. We've really seen some of these. Uh, I mean, we've seen a lot of Art Blocks collections that have been doing quite well recently. We've seen, you know, a lot of these collections that were 
I guess just promising a whole lot less. It seems like those have fared much better in the, the winter, you know, the crypto winter than, than the projects that were promising so much and raising all that money in ETH. And then, you know, that ETH isn't nearly as much and they can't do anything. And, you know, I, I mean, it just, it, it, it seems to come back to these, these projects that were, they weren't over promising. There's no, there's really no, you don't get anything with it. And that's, uh, it leaves for less disappointment in many situations, uh, compared to other utility based or, or, uh, projects that are over promising and, and completely under delivering. Yeah, look, when the underlying utility is the value of the art, the artist and its role in history with a strong, wealthy community behind it, ta-da, it goes up. And also you're making a joke because I, it was on my like, my wish list and I've been saving up like just enough ETH to like try to catch the floor when it was gifted out. That, like you did a quick get there because it was on your list. It, it was on my list and it was like getting to five ETH and I'm like, come to four, come to four. And sure enough, that hack, Kevin Rose gets on and being like, you know what I want? Damn it, Kevin, stay in your lane. <laughs> <laughs> Go eat some Moonbird. Oh, man. Ah. You know, interesting that I, I think the rest of the collection is, I think the collection is going to be minted out this year, I think is the point there are like the, the plan. There's 9,635, 9, I believe right now. So there's a few hundred more coming out, but I have a feeling that's not going to, uh, <laughs> to flood the market anyway. I think Snowfro is actually holding a hundred for each of his kids. So yeah, there's not running out of opportunities to mint one. I don't know. I, I think there's also a plan to do a nouns style auction for maybe the last hundred or so, which would be very interesting to see what kind of prices those would fetch. Uh, I'm, I'm a little nouns guy now. That's, that's where I'm yeah. going. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, you know. Don't shake, don't shake that <laughs> or a certain point, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. There's, hey, here's the thing. And like, we talked about it last time. There's another big project every quarter or two, not that we're going to get on that, but you know, there's a lot of opportunities sort of like pine after the one you lost is, is ridiculous. Uh, because it's a, I mean, that's a sh in short order, a road to just making NFT collecting frustrating AF. And that's not what we're here for. Being like, oh, if only I had peaked and like sold and like gotten this and flipped that. I'd like, that's, I'll just be honest. If your mind is doing that on a regular basis, like you're just not, you're not just like doing reps on something that's going to help. You have to like play it forward. You have to look at the opportunities that are like right now and today. This is like Zen meets degenerate NFT gambling mindset we're talking about. Forget what happened yesterday. Having the memory of a goldfish. What are we doing right now? But here we got away. <laughs> Zen D-Chain. I like it. I, I think we've got a new term here. The Zen D-Gen. Episode, episode list. Let's put it on. Here I go. Hold on, I'm going to write that down. Note. Note there you to go. self. Cut that, cut that, cut that. So it sounds like new to them too. All right. So we're, we're lacking in our projects again. I think we, we didn't have one last episode. I don't think we have one again. <laughs> No, we're just like sort of pumping our own bags a little bit. I feel bad about that. Again, we had that long list. We are watching certain prices drop and getting to that like buy zone. I noted some of those sort of buy zone pieces on the Artifact, Nikes, and, and they're, they're dancing closer and closer to the 0.4, which is like in my buy zone. Those are at 0.45 right now. So that's, yeah, it's getting in that zone. It's coming close. So I think that's what you know, watching. 
I think if Papa Powell drops another deuce on the old Fed rate and Putin continues to be a jerk store, like, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll get my digital collectible. You see how it all connects? I love how every NFT collector and like crypto persons become like a macro economist. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's all related, right? I can't believe that there's not actually a collection of, of like, you know, that has Jerome Powell in just all these different, uh, you know, different characters and seems like a great one or, or make him an enemy or, you know, villain or it just feels very just. You could literally just go onto his YouTube and just be like, you are awesome. There you go. <laughs> oh, he has a YouTube. You, wait, who, is, you th- who do you think has a YouTube here? You think Jerome Powell's getting up on the, on the influencer train? He's got pretty sick TikTok, right? You, you think so? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's on your TikTok. He's not that how social, man. Man. Nah, how he's social media more. works. Yeah, no, he's in it. Right. On your, well, uh, hold on, anything on your buy okay. list, you know, uh, that, you're, that you're tracking and watching right now? Oh man, I'm, you know, putting bids out there on the same stuff I'm always tracking. Yeah, you're decentralized, Coldy. Yeah, he's, that's at point six. If that drops, I would become interested in it. I'm just sad. I, I lost, I mean, I sold mine. Mine was fine. I made a profit, but I would love to get back in on Coldy. I, I think he's great. Um, quick Avinko update. We still don't have our wine. <laughs> that's right. But no, the, we don't have our wine. The tracking was coming at the end of last week. I don't have mine, so we'll see what happens. I I know that we're we're both going to be away from our homes, so I'm assuming that it's going to come when we're not around, and it'll. I guess they even won't deliver it since it's wine that I'll just ship back and like be baking in the sun the whole time, and you know it'll really do a lot for it, and then they'll have us pay for it the next time. You know, I'm just imagining that this is not going to work out quite as smoothly as we'd like. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's definitely going to be ruined for sure. Oh, kind of interesting. The uh, I wonder uh, the BFF friendship bracelets are ripping a little bit right now. We recommended those a little while ago. Those are up like 20%. I wonder if there's like a confusion about the friendship bracelets. This is like when the wrong stock rips. Be- yeah, this is like, uh, I think people may be getting their name wrong because they're confused with the Arvlog friendship bracelet. I think I may be selling this. Uh, I feel like we need like hold music while I go and like degen this real quick. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I think we're gonna solve this. Uh, I, I can't, I can't automatically do that actually because I need to understand why it's doing this. But anyway, yeah, we'll play that music oh. while George looks into. Right, like isn't that the girl from Ipanema? It's like what you have to play. I'm not gonna play that, but alrighty, let's get oh, on to the topic. Yeah, why don't we get into this? Instant <laughs> NFTs. We've got big news. Here's the deal. They announced that not only can you sort of display it properly, hold it, and integrate it, but they are going to be allowing for actual NFTs to be minted. They're going to be, I, as I understand it, covering the fee to mint, making it as easy as possible. And by the way, Polygon all the way. They didn't go with Solana. They didn't go with fill in the blank. They went with an Ethereum layer two polygon. And if that name sounds familiar, it's because it's what pretty much it seems like every major Fortune 500 is using when it comes to saying like, all right, we're going to do a thing. Let's go build it on Polygon. Starbucks. That a lot of other companies get it. I think like Morgan Stanley or like one of these like giant investment firms just built on a Polygon uh, and, and 
did uh, some transactions there. So it's, it, yeah, Polygon. I'll read Yeah, Polygon. Great. We saw Polygon. I mean, I think it spiked about 25% on news of this. So uh, definitely reacted well, you know, but it seems this isn't unusual for Polygon either. I mean, they are, they are great at uh, making these partnerships and it is becoming, as you said, sort of the default uh, network for big companies looking to get into the space, knowing that they're going to really need the scalability to do fast and cheap transactions for a large number of customers. You know, this isn't a case where we're talking about one collection that, you know, it's a thousand pieces and, and, you know, the, the fees are handled by very savvy web, uh, you know, web three native, uh, wallets and collectors and versus, you know, this is, this is completely different. So I, you know, I think this is great that they are bringing this out to more people somewhat, I'm not entirely sure how this is going to work with something like Apple's, uh, Apple's 30% tax, you know, Instagram especially is very much a mobile app and I don't think they're, I think it's, I think they're killing transactions. I they're not doing any transaction fee as of launch. That's what I understand. Have you seen that, otherwise? Oh, I'm sorry. I, but I just mean that as far as it becoming a marketplace. Oh, yeah. it's not going to be resell without, I mean, I can't, if there's going to be any reselling that would still be subject to that 30% fee, I believe. So, you know, I'm curious as to how that part will play out. I imagine that there won't be much of a marketplace, but there will be the option to, to mint these. And, you know, I think it is just great to bring this to people. I am, I'm very curious about the market side of it. You know, what happens? Are these tradable within the app itself do you need to trade them outside of of the app and you know is you know how does this work with with apple's commitment to imposing that 30 percent tax on nfts here's what i'm gonna say i don't think they're charging uh, a fee on those interactions but uh i don't know there this may actually answer the last question we had as to why bff is ripping though because uh, BFF, those friendship bracelets are, are run by Randy Zuckerberg, I believe, part of that project. And so that's not an accident on the last name. There may be upside that, that somehow those bracelets are maybe speculatively giving you uh, a little bit more, which was the original play. That was exactly what I said. When your last name is Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg is making a big move of Web 2 to Web 3. There may be upside. So that playing out. Another one here. And maybe I can get you uh, to to look at this with me. Is the first round of selected creatives? So the creatives that are sort of NFT artists on Instagram being pushed. And a note here that are that are going to have these features rolled out to everyone soon is Amber, including this Amber Vittoria, who you may recall was one of the artists that we recommended. We'll call it whatever, like ten episodes ago or something like that. But we were talking about Amber Vittoria and some of her work is still very affordable. So, so here's the thought, right? If they're going to be promoting this and allow creatives to be minting new things on Instagram, if that brings an audience and more people to follow, blah, 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 maybe number go up. And right now I'll tell you, as I was just like shopping on it and I posted, I'll post it in the show notes here. Uh, if you look at Amber Vittoria's like collection, like the floor price is 0.069. On, on one that she created in, in February of this year with only 1,400 items. So, uh, you know, I may just, you know, full disclosure, pick one of these up because I just sold my it other. It may not be there, but what you're looking <laughs> at, it may be in the stable wallet. Sounds like. Well, we'll, hold on. Well, we'll drop it. In I think that was episode just 
I did want to give uh, credit to Block Balance, who actually brought Amber Vittoria to us initially um, back in the, uh, in the Discord okay. forum. So thank you for that. Hope you're listening. So, all right. So hold on. Like, I just, I feel like I just alpha. I feel like I just alpha all over this. What do you think about that, that take? Or is it one of those like, yeah, sure, they launched and actually it like dilutes that artist's No, I mean, what do you think here? I I like this one. I think, I think they're featuring her. I think she's, I mean, she's been, I I, I check it on her Twitter once in a while. I mean, she's very active, seems very dedicated to the space. And I think that this is a great opportunity for her to get in front of a huge audience. So no, I I like this. Yeah. No, I already have some of her work. Full disclosure, I think I have some of her like alphabet piece. You know, this is the the reason, again, you go after, I, you know, I, I like kind of how some of our previous plays are beginning to play out with regard to like choosing an artist who's going to stick with it and create uniquely identifiable art of and in, in which the utility lies as opposed to like where maybe I started this year with like, hey, look at this new thing that is like a pony and it runs around and <laughs> goes boom. <laughs> oh, you said in this alphabet collection? I don't know if I'd oh, seen yeah. this one. These yeah. are cool. Oh, you hadn't seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't have an alphabet. I have maybe, what do I have? I don't know. I got something in there. But look look through Anna Vittoria's work. And there's some interesting pieces. In- All right. Some broad project. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's the problem. So this is like what I would have been doing anyway today. Just been like, eh, what do we got here? Looking around. And, uh, you know. Finding, finding fun things. So here's the downside of what may end up happening is that on Instagram, if you're, if you're going to suddenly start allowing all, all creators, all folks that have the ability to take, you know, sepia-toned images and shove them up on the platform and be like, oh, you can go buy this thing. It's just, you know, this, this massive amount of dilution and dissolution of, wait a minute, I thought this thing was going to be like straight to the moon, right? It's maybe a little tougher to program in intelligent types of projects that have real utility beyond like, hey, here's this cool picture I took. And other than that, like, it's just going to sit like junk in your wallet. Then it may be a bad, here's the risk. It's a bad experience onboarding, you know, another millions X people to NFTs being like, why the heck do I want to own this picture? It's already here. And that would be the downside. You know, it, it's launched without true utility being baked into it, which is maybe why they're being careful rolling out with like artists with a capital A as opposed to like, oh, here's this like, you know, person who likes taking quick Instagram reels of them borrowing a Lamborghini and like putting their butt on it. Yeah, I, I think that they... I think they're probably going to approach this slowly and realize that there is a, you know, that this isn't, this isn't web three that where you can just say, oh, too bad. It's your fault for, for having something happening to, you know, something that you put a lot of money into, whatever it may be. You know, I think they realize that they're going to be kind of on the hook for, for problems with this audience. I think that it's very smart to go slowly with this. We've talked about how OpenSea isn't always offering a lot of support for, for users when things go wrong. And it's, you know, they've sort of been able to get away with it with a lot of collectors because there is sort of that mentality that it's, that it's on you. That's, that's not going to be the case for, for Instagram here. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I mean, on the upside, well, hold on. The counter to that is that like, I'm sorry, have you ever had a problem with Facebook saying like, oh, my profile account got like blocked or my page got something and try to get support? True, that true. You don't get like, support for it. I just, I think that if people are getting hacked or, or losing a lot of money, there's going to be such a negative, uh, there's going to be so much negative feedback or, or just a, a story to it that I think they would need to do something. You know, they can't, <laughs> they're certainly having a lot of issues with, with their transition to web three as it is, you know, they're, they're, I don't know how many more negative things that they can have happen and continue to, to, to keep pushing in this area. You know, they're, they're certainly losing a lot of money. And if you start getting users that are losing money too, that would be, be a big problem for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's true. On the plus side, look, a <laughs> billion users, a bunch of people learning about how collectibles, please don't call them NFTs. Please don't call them NFTs. <laughs> Digital collectibles, Onis, whatever, internet savesies. <laughs> just not that. Like you invented selfies, just like be like Onis. Like, please. Yeah. Something that will make it. I don't, you know, I don't know the average Facebook or, you know, Instagram user at this point, I, I should say, but I, I, I do think that it's generally speaking different than, than what you're going to find as the, you know, average crypto Twitter user or, you know, some of the other that, uh, is a little more crypto native, uh, or crypto adjacent, maybe I should say, uh, in the social media area. And I think that it's going to, it's great to bring it to so many more people. And I think it's going to be a very different experience. I don't think that there's going to be a lot of crossover between these two worlds at, at first. And it's, that's a hundred percent fine. You know, we'll see if it ends up being a, a, uh, you know, whether they want it to be a walled garden or not, or, you know, if it just becomes that because there is, you know, there's interest in the ecosystem on Instagram and it's not ready to grow outside of that. You know, I'm, I'm a little skeptical of how this plays with the, the, the greater polygon ethereum ecosystem overall yeah uh, i think you know one of the things is like i've been very long polygon and so like you know obviously right now like pumping my own bags but pay attention once that price comes back down maybe take a look at what that underlying asset that is going to be running a massive platform uh may end up doing i also want to just quickly go back and correct something i got confused between the bff friendship bracelet and the Hug pass. I was confused about the Randy Zuckerberg project there. So I just want to correct that really quickly. But actually, it's the hug pass that's run by, I believe, Randy Zuckerberg. Uh, and that has not moved. <laughs> that's a floor price. Okay. Very, very affordable at 0 0.039. Okay. So then the, the friendship bracelet, what's the reason for that pumping? I think it's a confusion. It's just confusion. <laughs> it's All right. Great confusion. Cool. I love that. I think that's, that's great. Great. Yeah, and people and, see it and they assume that that must be the right one because other people are buying it. So, well, I'm already so down on that position. So, whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. That one hurt. On a list of things that hurt. That's there. A moment, a moment of silence. Cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> moment of silence for the bad bit. Pour one out. <laughs> what do you do with all your profits? Oh, I sink them into really bad ideas that I double down on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Cool, 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 cool. I laugh because it's painful. I don't know. What else about this Instagram thing? Uh, would you, I mean, would you do it? Would you, uh, here's the truth. If I'm an, I just, if I'm an artist, I don't mint things. 
and why would I, maybe I've got a huge audience and it's a way to monetize it. So yeah. Yeah, are, are you playlists like Reddit? Do you think there's that? I, I mean, I'm trying to think anybody can do it. I don't know that there's really the, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to see where the, 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 the OG assets here would, would come from if, if everybody is just minting. Yeah. If there, here's the plays. Like if there's something that you could imagine people wanting to, to flex natively in the profile, as opposed to like, oh, I own this NFT, as opposed to like, here is the, blah, 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 celebrity level thing that, that lets me post or do this thing. That's what I would look like. Otherwise, I think this is just sort of right for pump and dump. Frankly, creators being like, oh, cool. Like a way to instantly monetize my audience done. And to that end, I would, I would, I would wait and see pretty aggressively. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I think. Yeah, we'll see how it actually rolls out, but I, I don't think there's going to be, I wouldn't be jumping at buying any of these. I, I can barely get into. Hold on. Over, under, over, under on Kim Kardashian selling a picture of her butt. Over, under uh, being. Will it happen or oh, not? I don't know. <laughs> Will you? <laughs> <laughs> are we talking floor price? What are we thinking? <laughs> like what? <laughs> oh man. I, you know, probably there'll be, I'm sure there, I mean, it, there's definitely a chance that this gets, you know, could get kind of silly and people collecting these things, which. What do you is, mean there is a chance? <laughs> I mean, there's a chance. I think look, there's, there's a chance. I mean, there's a, just a chance the sun will come up tomorrow. I think it's pretty high. <laughs> True. I understand what you're saying. I think there's a better chance that it's, that there's not all that much attention given to this initially. You know, we'll see how they roll it out. We had, I think we've talked a lot about how there were many expectations for what Coinbase NFT was going to do to the NFT market. And obviously by us, by us. Right. I mean, but we weren't the only ones that thought that it was going to be a big game changer. And that didn't obviously didn't, didn't come to fruition in any way. I think we what are you talking be- about. They're selling like 10 or 12 a day, man. That's deal flow. Hey, look, <laughs> I, I think there's, look, I know they're still working on it. You know, maybe it, because it comes of it, it comes of it. And I think that we're, I think it's more likely that we see this be a kind of slow rollout that it's, you know, it is big news. I'm glad that Polygon spiked. And I think there's going to be people that expect things to happen very quickly and that it will be kind of a takeover, you know, like that it will transition quickly. I think it's probably going to be a much slower transition. We'll see this be out there. You know, I guess what I'm saying, like, there's a chance it gets silly. Like, there's a chance if this gets a lot of attention, there are things like Kim Kardashian selling pictures of her butt, and then it's like I think that we're we're it's great for NFTs if we're into this, you know, thing where the silly things are getting that much. It usually, I think, it means that there's some of that is going to spill over into the 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 more real NFT <laughs> collections that at least you know we consider to be a little bit more uh, Web three native and and more encompassing or like more of a Shows more of this of uh, knowledge of the space than maybe these, uh, you know, look, I can mint something because there's a button on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's just going to be a lot more, just more, there's going to be more, uh, more NFTs minted in terms of like, when you give people that like mint button on demand, you're like, oh, heck yeah, I'd mint this. Like, um, you know, you know, picture. Gotta say, picture that'll of the block like, Yeah. There's going to be a lot of junk pushed to the blockchain. Let's be very clear. I, yeah, I mean, it is 
funny to think, you know, we've, we've talked about how the, the number of NFTs that were minted in, you know, 2018, 2019, 2020, it's going to look absolutely infinitesimally small compared to what's about to happen. We've already seen, you know, an explosion in 2020 and 2021, and we haven't really gotten into mass adoption where there's millions. I mean, we saw it with Reddit, but I think, you know, we can see this all over the place where you see tens of millions from a company, tens of millions of, of collectors and holders of a, you know, of companies, different assets is, it's certainly feasible, uh, in my view. Yeah. There's, uh, there's a lot to come there for sure. I think it's going to be very much about tribes and followers sort of buying into those types of, of images. Again, I, you know, come back to the iconic photos or pieces of art that maybe somebody has uh, as a part of their following, you know, the, you know, epic beams of, you know, literally coins being built around Doge and those types of, you know, memeables. I, I could see a meme ripping pretty quick and it, it will be a power law, right? Like 1% of projects will have 99% of the volume. I don't know how to find those. Just coming back to the alpha play here, like, look at the artists that get early access, they might get promoted and say like, all right, I have some of their work, you know, and like at 0.069, like I, I think this is a reasonable bet. I go buy one right now, actually from Amber Vittoria's the serene and I'll, you know, I'll risk it. 0.069, of course. Right. It's also funny. Come on. Nice. All right. Well, I think we've covered covered everything on this you know there's still a lot to come from this we'll see what actually you know what this rollout happens and i'm sure we will continue talking about instagram and meta and their their foray into nfts and whatever else that they're trying to do over there yeah no more to come uh, it is exciting i think going back to like how excited we were for the coinbase <laughs> nft marketplace that is really ultimately toned down our like excitement about this future is coming and then suddenly everyone shows up it will never be a suddenly everyone shows up. It's going to be a long, slow adoption grind. And yeah. And, and then if it says NFT, it's not going to work. It's got to be other. Hashtag Onis. Oh my God, if it becomes Onis, I, I, I feel like... You're going to have a Wikipedia page just because you'd be the guy that, that coined the term. I mean, the term Onis. I got to get out there. You got to get out there. That somehow, you got to admit that. That's going to be the, the title of this podcast. Go get that E. Dress. <laughs> oh, shit. All, all the Onis. <laughs> oh, my God. See, this is why it's good we're doing it on a recording. You guys would, you would go steal this from you monsters. All right, hold on. Go to, go to, go to app. See if Onis is available. And he's, <laughs> you're trying to beat me to it, you son of a death. Here we go. How would you spell Onis? O-W-N-I-E-S, right? Yeah. Register. Register. Confirm. Heck yeah, I'm paying that gas. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. This may be the move. This may be the moment. I'm glad we're recording it. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> See, this is exactly what I've been doing my Saturday anyway. Doing degenerate, stupid things like this. Uh, anyway. I uh, I feel like this was productive. If this wasn't helpful for you, that's kind of your fault. Go well, do it. Don't you if you did not like it. Oh, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> piss off. You know, we're trying to keep that perfect record. So, yeah. Five stars or no stars. 
And that don't leave us a rating. All right. It'll be don't yeah, don't give us zero. Don't not don't not. <laughs> All right. We aced it. Aced it A plus. Yeah. I think we're running out of steam here. <laughs> this has been an episode of the Triple A NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs. The episode notes and resources may be found at 3ANFT.com in our show notes. Again, 3ANFT.com. And that reminder, don't bet what you can't afford to lose. Remember, we are not financial advisors and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Thanks for joining us. I hope you learned something.